Howdy y'all and welcome to Content Corral, the Midwest's premier content buffet. Not quite sure which franchise to gorge yourself on tonight? Well, don't worry, we got it all. Just hop in line and move along to find everything from the latest Disney live-action remake to season after season of your favorite shows like Stranger Things and F-Boy Island. Still feeling like you need a little more? Well, our VR banquet hall may be exactly what you need. Just slot on your Oculus by Meta headset and jump into the metaverse where you'll find hub worlds for all your favorite IP. The James Bond hub can lead you to all 25 of 007's classic adventures and what's that? Oh hell yeah! The Marvel Cinematic Universe hub just dropped for a limited time so be sure to get in there, soak it in, take it all in, do not regurgitate, double check, or excrete any of it. Just consume, consume, consume baby. That's our motto here at Content Corral. And don't forget the salad bar. Which is just a salad bar. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Supple Boys, the podcast where two budding writers, Griffin Sheridan and Ethan S. Parker, take you on a journey along their way to becoming comics creators. It's been a little while since our last episode. What have Ethan and Griffin been up to this whole time? Have the boys finally gotten that comic book of theirs off the ground? Are they even alive still? Only on the outside. But the answers to the rest of those questions await you in this brand new installment of Supple Boys. Sponsored by Green Suit Goons green suits. Ethan. Hey, buddy. It's been... It's been so long. It's been 100 years. I love your new, like, technique with podcasting, where instead of, like, trying to come in, like, whoa! Like, instead, uh-huh. you just, like, you kind of, like, ease in. It's time to podcast. It's time. (laughs) Hey, everybody. It's it's time to make a podcast. Uh, We're dusting off the old old supple sweatshirts that we wear every time we record Supple Boys. Get it out of the dryer. A little bit of Foley sound. Yeah, I just just took it out. It smells like fresh linen. Mm -hmm. I think you can account my my new approach, you know, that's just because we're making so many things now, Ethan. Um, the last time we spoke to the supple folks, I think we were pretty strictly podcasters still even because mm-hmm. most of the content we were making for DLC <laughs> was podcasts. <laughs> and now we are are maybe going to be doing more <laughs> podcasting than we've ever done <laughs> because we have two shows on the Amazing Friends Network, now hosted on Substack at klcpress.com. This show in Stegman and his Amazing Friends, it's back. True. Exclusively on Substack, everybody. We're swinging through the newspaper. We're back. Oh, my God. Uh, Maybe we have another show launching the same week this episode comes out with Mm. a new comics creator that we've never had a show with before. And by maybe, we mean definitely. Almost definitely. (laughs) (laughs) We're excited to talk about that. We are working on another Substack. I think this is the first That's time right. we've really 
I think publicly said that we're working on another. We said we're working another for somebody creator. else, but yeah, we haven't really said like yeah, we're we're like we're doing the whole shebang with somebody else as yes. well. And we're really yeah. excited for that to be up and going and out there uh, because that's going to be super cool to talk about with all of you guys. Um, and and amidst it all, Ethan, we're making a comic book. Uh, yeah, I, our happening. last episode was called "The Great Stuff Will Catch Up of 2021." Mm-hmm. Uh, which was posted in December 2021, which, holy shit. Um, and that was like us being like, wow, we haven't done an episode in like six months. We got to we gotta catch up on all the crazy things that have happened. But the funny thing is I literally cannot express to you enough how different life is since that last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm married mm-hmm. now. <laughs> Ethan's married. Congrats, Ethan. Thanks. Griffin was at my wedding. Did it was a beautiful a great time. speech. It was it a was great time. It was very good. And um, now we have 100 jobs. Yes. Uh, our comic is becoming very real, more real every yes. week. Yes. And uh, we're, we're so close, I think, to being able to like, yeah, finally talk about right it. Yeah, literally right around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> we, we keep saying it's coming, it's coming. Like we've That's teased that forever. The nature and of half it. the time it's been bullshit. But right mm-hmm. now it's really, truly around the corner. I don't know if half the time it's been bullshit. I think no, it's been I've, genuine. What I mean by that know. is that like it was genuine at the time, but then yes, it was revealed yes. to be, oh, no, it's like two years away. Never mind. But, yeah, but now at this point. Oh my god, I can yeah. smell it. Yes, and uh we're working with a fantastic artist currently mm. doing some design stuff and pages. Somebody are gonna... who might be familiar to folks. Uh, I think so. Been paying Definitely. attention. Yeah. Um I think uh we're gonna start having pages in hopefully in the next month ish. Um yep. and that's that uh it keeps dawning on me like it's wild. Holy shit. It's finally mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's finally happening. We've been working on the same book. Uh <laughs> people might not know this. I don't know if we've given a definitive timeline about it. We've been working on the same book for about two Our years. Entire lives, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like two years. Which I think, is a long time to obsess over one project. Yes, yes. Um and the stupid thing about it is it's like so much of it is still just coming together right now while mm-hmm. while we're like putting things down in stone. I would so say it's like no time's been wasted, I guess. The number of times that we have like finished like uh, a sort of either like a full story breakdown or yeah. we've we've done a couple drafts of the whole thing now and Every time we sit down and like get to like this whole new fucking revelation, we're like, oh, there it is, finally. There All right, is. I think we got it. And then yeah. two months later, we're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we gotta yeah, backtrack yeah. this, this, and this. And this is how it actually works. Which I don't think is foolishness. I think that no. that's all productive. Like that's that that is us each time going. No, it can be better. Yeah, uh, which I just, I'm really I just... which I'm really proud of and pleased by. But it is kind of hilarious. Uh, because each step it feels like it's like yeah now we can sit here and we can kind of rest on the laurels and then it's mm-hmm. like now fuck it throw it in the trash <laughs> it's gonna be another year what the fuck ever let's do another pass on the whole thing baby um with that said i'm yeah. feeling really confident now with i really am yeah. i think i yeah. do think this time now that we are right on the edge of art coming in mm. uh i do think it's legit this time especially after <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, I had a fucking breakdown, and I was like Charlie Daying in front of the fucking pin board about like the <laughs> mm-hmm. back part of the. Uh, I mm-hmm. was like, 
uh, like I, I just like banged my head against the wall until I figured some stuff out. And I, like after that, I'm like, okay, okay, here we go. Here mm. we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it's a sick book though. Like for real, I'm so excited for people to see it. Cause I think it's, I think it's so cool. Like if it were on the stands, I would be, I would be thrilled to, mm-hmm. to pick it up, particularly with how pretty it looks. <laughs> it's going to look sweet. Um, yeah. Uh, we can't wait to tell you who the artist is uh, and to have them on the show. Their name rhymes, rhymes with Schmein Schmegman. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just can't believe how, like, true all of... I, I can't believe it, but, like, how continuously mm-hmm. true all the, like, fucking things about writing, mm-hmm. like, continue mm-hmm. to be... Mm-hmm. Um, all writing is rearing. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know i mean yeah that one couldn't be more true yeah and and, and like and the thing of like putting something away in your desk for a bit and then coming back because that's mm-hmm. what that sensation is of like oh no 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 now it's this like yeah it's, it's like and the, the longer to... it sits in your head it percolates and, uh-huh. it fucking, and it's it, yeah well yeah and i imagine the book is gonna come out and and it's gonna be the same thing where we like read it and we're like yeah and then we're like ah which is that this. other <laughs> adage that, that comics don't like writing doesn't get finished it, it escapes yes, um, yes and um, so that's gonna happen too we'll put out yeah. special editions 10 years later though all of the all of the wisdom is true and i think on this mm. most recent draft ethan um you know, we really learned that you got to kill your darlings. And that is, you know, I think one of the most important things to take away from, it's a tough from this lesson, but... whole thing is mm-hmm. you got to kill your darlings. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we all must learn. Um, that you have to kill yeah. your darlings. Is that is that it? Yeah, that's what we have to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sweet. Um, it's been a really cool time. We're so close to being able to talk about the whole thing more with you and i can't wait ethan how about you Me either i can't wait i don't i i don't know is that that's the logistical sort of catch-up for everyone yeah um we're working with with all our heroes all the comics pros we're doing we're doing lots of work we're making our own book like legitimately like it's coming together um and it leaves no time for this fucking show. But, oh, but, but 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 now now yes. we've figured it out. We know how to get this show to come out, which is just to integrate it into the fucking structure, <laughs> to build it into the foundation of the house. It is now it is now part of KLC Press. Um and so uh so now it's you know it's part of the gig. It's part of the job. So true. And I'd be more supple. I'd be remiss to be here on klcpress.com and not mention that um by the time you hear this vanish number one will be out extremely soon um it's a book we've been privileged to be in the background of this this whole time uh and not that we've worked on it in any official sense but uh to see it all come together is exciting the inspiration the The inspiration we were there at the conception that's right and apparently we're getting a special thanks in the book i can't wait big big shout out thank you to john j hill um who i'd love to work with professionally in some fashion sometime Mm. soon maybe on a comic that'd be cool i think so it does great Um, design work yes uh i think 
as far as that goes, the only other thing to get out of the way be before we go into, I think, just an extended, you know, sort of supple suggestions of almost the past year's worth of stuff that we've consumed. <laughs> I think, yeah. of course, the first thing uh, before that is we have to just give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Green Suit Goon. Screen suits. So, so let me let me let me say this really quick before we we play an ad because mm-hmm. this is you know this is Supperboy's number one legacy number or whatever it ends up legacy being. number twenty four yeah twenty four right so it's like we've done a lot of these shows but this is probably a lot of people's first experience with Supperboy mm-hmm. and they might not know that we have things going on in the background of this show we sometimes get into narrative shenanigans mm-hmm. sometimes we face evil future versions of ourselves. Uh, we get into sort of, you know, epic battles for the fate of the world and, and time and space and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that currently the show is sort of being monetized and uh, and utilized by uh, someone who's been a part of the narrative shenanigans named Green Sugun. Um, and I've meant to ask you this for, for a while. Mm-hmm. Um what the fuck is the deal with that? Because because his name is Green Suit. Is that his legal name? And also he seems to be, as far as any evidence can tell me, he seems to be some sort of thug from mm-hmm. like a '60s era Marvel comic, like how they mm-hmm. all have like rainbow colored suits, mm-hmm. uh, despite being in the criminal underworld. He 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 seems to be a '60s era goon. Is that correct? And why? And how? And what? Um, legally, Ethan, I can't answer any of those questions, but I also can't tell you if any of those uh, observations are true or false. They sound okay. true. Is that all those things you said? Is that we can't we can't really discuss? We can't. You're in breach of the NDA Green right now. Okay, sorry. So, we can cut this out. Yeah, let's, let's just, just cut this out and yeah, let's go instead the go ad. to the ad. Roll yeah, the yeah. ad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So picture this: guy goes in to buy a suit. And it's not green. You know, he's asking the store clerk, why aren't these suits green? And uh, she says to him, sir, we don't carry any green suits. That's ridiculous. So imagine that. Imagine being told it's ridiculous to even think about wearing a green suit of all colors. And so then that gentleman, he goes off and he starts his own suit company. Come on down to Green Suit Goons Green Suits. Get yourself a nice green suit. And uh, uh, you're going to like the way you look. I guarantee you. You allowed to say that? Uh, you know, I said it and I thought about that. We can but we can clear it and then afterwards we can. We can't. It's live, actually. We're doing all these ads live. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like SNL. That doesn't make any. Okay. Okay. I think real quick we should just say that was a great ad from Green Suit Goon. Um. Likewise, yeah, no, it was a good. It was a good ad. I feel like it's it was really similar to the other ads that we do every time. We we could just Probably. do a spot on here where we we say, "Hey, the show is sponsored by Green Suit." I don't no, know that we need to we'll play just, the whole ad every time. Again, you aren't reading the paperwork. We have to play the ad every time legally. Okay. I don't know. I'm just not sure about the influence he's having on the show, but we can move on. We can talk about it later. I think. Um, yeah, I think we should. I think we should move on. Um, is it time for supple suggestions? I would love that. Wrong. And now it's let's play for... the supple suggestions theme. It's a musical interlude. We have a musical interlude between 
the, the two halves of the show the beginning part where we talk about whatever and then the back okay. part where there's we not talk a suggestions about theme we just no. play a song here's a song Welcome to Supple Suggestions, everybody. This is the part of the show where Ethan and I recommend things that we are watching, reading, listening to, to you, the Supple folks. Um, we should have a, a bunch of stuff stored up, and yet I know both of us came into the episode having no idea what we were going to uh, suggest. Um, this well, it's week, funny because but... it's like, okay, it's been nearly a year. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I consume a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I could talk about some of it. There's uh, one thing particularly I'd like to talk about. But what do you, what do you, okay. what have you been up to? Um, I guess if if I'm gonna kick it off, I swear to God, if you talk about Survivor, I'm gonna kill myself. I'm talking about Survivor. I knew uh, it. You fuck. <laughs> I don't know if I have much to say about Survivor. I'm just saying you don't have any hot takes about Survivor. When it, I my t- I don't know how hot the take is that it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's pretty good. I missed the boat growing up, I guess. I always got it confused with Fear Factor for some fucking reason because like they were just kind of on at the same time. And both were like, whoa, people are doing extreme shit in one way or another, living in the wilderness or eating spiders or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I don't know. I just... I, I would love I, if that was the title of the show, Living in the Wilderness and Eating Spiders or whatever the fuck. Well, those are two separate things. So yeah. survival and living, living in the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um recently just been watching a couple of episodes or a couple of seasons. Uh, it's been the bulk the bulk of my TV watching twenty twenty two has been me doing deep dives and full binges of shows like that just are not are not relevant or really current like at all i did new girl for the first time i i really like new girl i like new girl quite a bit um i was surprised because i i was i'd watched that first episode so many times and it like never hooked me and then i finally got several in and i love it kind of washes over time yeah 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 but uh i uh i really enjoyed new girl good sitcom um, Even though by the end they're like forty-five and they're still like <laughs> they do look. Like everyone yeah. does look. You can see the show has aged them a little bit. Um, uh, currently watching Bob's Burgers, so it's just <laughs> like sitcom animated comedy stuff that I have not been into. And I'm also enjoying Bob's Burgers quite a bit. Again, <laughs> I'd seen some early stuff, wasn't into it. Went back, yeah. finally got. That's through how the I first feel about season. Bob's Burgers, but it's something that I've like. I'm like, yeah, I should get back to it at some point. 
it is quite fun. Uh, I'm I'm on the fourth season right now, so that's not even I'm, halfway I'm, through. But... I'm doing a similar thing of like of like going in on stuff that like mm-hmm. is not the fucking thing that's trending on Twitter every week sure. and whatever. Like just I guess yeah. Bob's Burgers did just have the movie, so that kind of sure. that also kind of I guess more like your Survivor thing. Yeah, but yeah, then Survivor. Yeah, uh, I've watched a couple of seasons. Um, just got done with Toka Teens, uh, which is season twenty-eight. Ethan, there's like forty-two of them. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm like, I I watch a lot of reality TV because you got me yeah. into Love Island, and like, I, <laughs> I I love Love Island. I've watched so much Love Island, and I we just finished my wife and I just finished the most recent British season, uh, mm-hmm. which was my favorite of all of them that I've seen oh so far God. because there's a couple in it mm-hmm. that has the most unbelievable raw chemistry like no one I've seen on the show or any reality show nice. ever and it was incredible and so it was a very rewarding season but we also my, my my wife loves Big Brother and she got me into Big Brother and so we've watched a million seasons of that mm-hmm. and we're watching the current one of that which is season 24 <laughs> um, and uh yeah, it is like I'm I'm very looped into reality TV world. Big Brother though. I've heard Big it's Brother's great. great too. It's great. It's really good. I love it. The last 3 seasons mm-hmm. have become tangled into some very uh sweat-inducing racial stuff. Oh, uh, Jesus. That that has been fascinating but also like tough in certain areas. Um and uh, I don't know. Maybe we could maybe we could do a reality show episode at some point. I was going to say, it, but yeah. it's it's just becoming more complex and strange and interesting. But the show itself, yeah, wonderful. Um, but they're they're just uh, the recent seasons have caused have 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 had the players really examining what has gone down on the show for twenty four seasons and mm-hmm. like that there have been prejudices happening and. Um, and so the tides shifting and moving in interesting ways, and it's fascinating, man. Uh, people write off these shows, but like, they're really interesting. Yeah, you know, I think at the at the core of it is just like from a sort of sociological standpoint, it's just like interesting to see people yeah. interact and how they do it, and like fucking, um, you know, Survivor in particular has like the the combination of both like strategy like long-term strategy and then gameplay and it's like yeah i i've been shocked and you some of the fucking characters that show up on the show so fucking good uh the twists you know what when when the players get blindsided the audience gets blindsided that's right griffin that's what they say so i don't know uh i i recommend diving into some survivor maybe not the early shit i hear that's not very good but yeah. there's some really fun stuff in there. Uh, it's well, on Paramount like the, Plus. The funny thing about Big Brother, yeah, fucking Paramount Plus. My, but fuck Brother, Paramount Plus is my, my, my last note there. My wife has has wanted me to watch the first few seasons of Big Brother because they're apparently very different. Whereas where those were more so the social experiment of like just locking all those people in a house and just kind of seeing what happens over the course of the time. Whereas now it has evolved into such a strictly structured strategy show like all of the social stuff is strategy now Mm -hmm. and there are so many challenges and twists and everything that it's like so much more rigid so i i am interested in going back and seeing that evolution because 
the social stuff is the most interesting stuff although the challenges and everything are great but mm-hmm. yeah really really interesting i survivor is one that i've never been too into but i certainly get the appeal um and uh i'll probably be more into it at some point yeah all right reality tv show episode coming in hot sometime um yeah i'd love it i'd love to talk about like our our favorite shit that we've seen in reality well, shows. it was I, there's some crazy shit it was just interesting to get into survivor this summer because like i i have been so out of reality tv for like so yeah. long i watched some of it like as a kid like with my yeah. family growing up um but aside from like the year that i was watching love island which i still haven't watched in like a year maybe more um i just had never touched reality tv and so it's back in a big way this summer mm-hmm. and uh it's more fun than i remember those first couple seasons of american love island are like okay but mm-hmm. the newest season that switched over to peacock and mm-hmm. the the narrator is now ian from british love Island. oh perfect he's he has american, to be ian yeah. which is great and it's really good because <laughs> he's now mocking the americans and stuff but we watched the first couple episodes and the most insufferable cast that i've seen on love island absolutely mm. insane so especially after i loved that recent british season the new american seasons i was like i don't even know if i could do this like it's the it's that that's uh, almost more appealing to me is to hear that it's just full of just the worst oh, fucking people i have to like somebody on the cast at least a little bit to be able to watch it but like i was like i fucking hate these people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um what about you what's something you got to um, suggest yeah something. i guess i guess my weird irrelevant deep dive that i've been doing is um i've made it a goal recently to play through every final fantasy game nice um uh, and uh it's Jesus. been a long journey <laughs> mm-hmm. um but uh i i sort of have an obsession with them because kingdom hearts is uh one of my favorite game series and like it was a real obsession for me as a kid mm-hmm. and uh what I and like something that was so interesting about Kingdom Hearts, I don't know if you've ever played it, but like it's you know, it's a mashing of Final Fantasy and, and Disney stuff, and the Disney stuff is great and you love it. But if you're a kid and you recognize all the Disney stuff, but then like the weird, weird mm-hmm. Japanese storytelling of the Final Fantasy side, mm-hmm. like like that if you've never played Final Fantasy games, like it's so unknowable and strange and intriguing and like and like it always made me want to play them but i only ever had like you know five games like as a kid Mm -hmm. like so it's like it's not like i was gonna go through and play them all as a kid and i think i like tried to play a couple of them but they're so different from Mm -hmm. kingdom hearts that it was like weird to get into them or whatever but i've always been so curious and like i had played a couple like i finished 15 way back um near the time it came out and 15 is amazing i love 15 and i um i played a bit of seven and uh and then uh i've played seven remake and then like bits and pieces here and there but i was like i really want to go from the start and like watch the evolution of it and then get to like the ps2 era where my nostalgia is the heaviest Mm -hmm. and like experience all of that and then get into the newer ones and so i've kind of journeyed through and and um some of them like i haven't finished because like i my rule for it was like i was like like because i am kind of an obsessive like completist and my rule for it was like i'm not gonna like all of these and so like i'm gonna play them and if i get start to get sick of them i'm gonna stop and i'm gonna watch the rest of the story on youtube and i'm gonna move on to the next one um and that's actually been a super gratifying experience and i and the ones i've finished 
are my favorite ones and the best ones for me and uh and it's been a while it's like i'm actually wanting to do this with other game series as well like metal gear solid and stuff because it's super fun to play like an old game and you really get into the retro feel of it like like a ps1 game or whatever and then to like look forward to the next one and then you start playing the next one and it feels smoother and like it the the Mm -hmm. experience is so different because the technology has moved on and stuff it's a really really fun experience and so um yeah uh i've i've been having a really fantastic time and there's like ones that i've like always wanted to play that i'm starting to get to that's been really fun like 13 i always wanted i'll I'll do my quick rundown of them one through six those are the pixel art ones those are the Mm -hmm. ones that are like like strict turn-based pixel art ones um and those are all really fun and they they have like really wacky stories for that period of game and like mm-hmm. and I really like what they do story wise. The gameplay's not super my thing. Like I like turn based combat, but like especially in that era where it's like all about monitoring your stats and fucking inventory and everything. Like it's not my favorite. I also am not of the age where pixel art is my nostalgia point. Like so mm-hmm. it's like I like it plenty. Um, but it's not my favorite. So those games aren't my favorites but i did enjoy them three and four have really cool 3d remakes that they did for the ds and you can get them on like the app store and stuff as well Mm -hmm. um and those are super cool i really like the designs of the 3d remakes and so if you play three and four that's a really fun way to do it um and then as as the stories go they get kind of weirder and more interesting um and then seven of course is great like that's everybody's favorite i love seven um, but all the spinoffs of seven are like fucking fantastic. Like my favorite final fantasy game, I think so far may be crisis core, which is the PSP prequel to seven. Wow. Um, and, uh, and that, that yeah. one is getting a remake. Uh, there's a trailer out for it and I'm, I'm, I'm interested in that. Um, but that, that it kind of matches up because my favorite kingdom hearts is the PSP prequel one as well, which is birth by sleep. Um, but Crisis Core, yeah, might be my favorite because I love the story a lot, and the ending was like, oof, like gave me goosebumps. But then, yeah, the rest of them as well. Dirge of Cerberus, which is like the funniest title in the world, uh, Dirge of Cerberus. But <laughs> it's like a shooter, and it's a sequel to Seven. I like that one a lot. Um, I even it's like there's a weird one that like see I've really gone deep because mm-hmm. they that there's a game that was a prequel to Seven that was only released on um, mobile phones. Like you could play it on flip phones back wow. in the day and uh and so that would be unavailable but like some fucking insane people reconstructed it and so you can download it now um and it's like reconstructed using rpg maker and stuff and i even played that one i've gone that deep like i was trying to play everything and uh i like that one too all the seven spinoffs are really cool um eight is great and the, re- the remaster of eight is great really like it nine is like the best version of ones through six where it's like the the pixel art versions nine is like that perfected and it actually like looks stunning for a fucking ps1 game like it's nine is incredible um 10 is like okay we hit ps2 era i was excited um and the story i like quite a bit i particularly really like the characters gameplay is like i don't know like it's the the, like the turn-based stuff is like it can be fun but there's just some fucking brutal shit in there. And I also like random encounters are like the fucking like bane of my existence. And so like, and like the way they are in that game is literally you'll take like three steps at a time and you get a fucking random encounter. And I'm just like, fuck you. Um, But uh, anyway, I played 11, which is the first MMO one. Pretty cool. It's, it's a really old MMO. I get, I watched some documentary videos on it. I totally get the appeal, but I wasn't going to put a ton of hours into 
um, an old MMO, but it was really cool. I liked it. 12, not my thing. I was pretty disappointed by 12. Uh, visually, it's really cool. Story was like, eh. 13, I'm playing right now, and I'm loving it. Um, I always wanted to play 13. It's a weird one that was on, it's like, it was on the PS3 and Xbox 360, um, mm-hmm. and they haven't done any re-releases, despite the fact that it has two sequels. Like, there's a trilogy of 13 games, and okay. they haven't done any re-releases or anything. Um, but it, So it's a weird one, but I, I'm playing it on PC. Um, and uh, and it has not disappointed me. I've been having a great time with it. I love the battle system and stuff. But so yeah, that leaves like fourteen, uh, which I've played a tiny bit of. That's the other MMO one. It leaves Type Zero, which I'm really excited for because that was another PSP one that's directed by the guy that did Crisis Core, I believe. So that one I'm pretty sure I'm gonna love. Um, and then I've done fifteen and stuff, and sixteen comes out next year. So I'm like nearly like caught up through the whole franchise. But like I went in deep with that, and I've been having a great time with it. So yeah. I've never played Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts, so yeah, uh, they're I have t- no they're, idea, they're weird. But... If you don't have nostalgia for them, I've I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of people, particularly with Kingdom Hearts, people are like, "Oh, the story doesn't make sense," and whatever. No, it doesn't. It's super bizarre, but like that's part of the appeal of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I mean, it I sounds can, like something I would be into. They both. Do, I can never but... guarantee anybody's gonna like it. Um, like it's very down to taste, but it's like Kingdom Hearts is like if you like the idea of playing as like an anime boy with like a big key sword, that's like his magic sword and you're flying from Disney world to Disney world, taking part in the stories, but like every now and then weird hooded figures are showing up and talking cryptically to you. And then by the end of the game, you're like fighting a friend who's possessed by a guy whose story <laughs> is revealed in a prequel game on the DS that like, like if you like, if you like it to get weirder and more convoluted and like, but Disney stuff stays around the whole time. And it's just the weirdest it. mix of flavors. It's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, that sounds sweet. Um, uh, in the similar way to reality TV, this year I also have played more video games than I have Same. in probably like a decade. Uh, and I'm that's, really deep in games. Yeah, yeah, it's not to say a lot uh, at all, but I I haven't like played through a game in uh years maybe even close to a decade um i think the last one i could confidently say i had definitely played all the way through before um spider-man for the ps4 was uh arkham knight probably which is like 2015 um oh fuck i forgot about 10 2 10 2 is pretty cool there you go um, you gotta love a franchise that is titled that has a title two. Final Fantasy X dash two. Uh and it means ten two. Anyway. Uh finally played Zelda Breath of the Wild, which yeah. um we actually had we actually recorded an episode twenty four of Supple Boys months and months and months ago and it never came out. Uh, right. and so uh I spoke about it on that episode, but I played Breath of the Wild for the first time. Um I uh of course, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga was a fucking two forty p fucking blurry existential crisis of an experience for me playing it on the Switch Real because I was cold water and reality. <laughs> I was so excited, and then the Switch version was dog shit. But um, you know, had a fun time playing that. I guess <laughs> Evil <laughs> Evil Dead: The Game uh, was my first time with the survivor you know horror game um it's fucking sweet uh 
realizing I just purchased a PlayStation 5 and I bought that game for the Xbox like two months ago, so I'll either have to re-download it or just fucking... <laughs> you got your yeah. PS5 in time in a few months. Hogwarts Legacy is coming. That's exciting. I'm looking I, forward to that one. I, I think I am. Um, I'm sure I'll play it, uh, and I'm sure it'll be kind of sweet. So, All the um, stuff released looks great. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know where I'm at with Wizarding World stuff, period. I mean, for sure, but that's <laughs> right, like right certainly now. the most interesting thing. Yeah, certainly, yeah, definitely the most promising. Yeah. That said, there's, I mean, it's that in the next potential Fantastic Beasts movie, so the bar is pretty fucking low. <laughs> um, you mentioned Zelda real quick. I did the similar thing, where I, but I did it backwards through Zelda, so I went from Breath of the Wild backwards through the series, mm-hmm. and so I did Skyward Sword, which I like way more than most people do. I, I, I really liked it a lot. And then I did Twilight Princess, uh, which I thought was good, but it's like a, a bit on the rougher side. Um, and then I had already done Wind Waker, which is like one of the best games of all time. That's second mm-hmm. under Breath of the Wild for me. And then I did Majora's Mask and Ocarina, which Majora's Mask I'm kind of mixed on, but Ocarina was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was a great time. I love that series. And you stopped there, huh? Well, the 2D ones I'm going to do, um, but I haven't I haven't gotten super into them. I want to do the DS ones, the, the Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. Um, and A Link Between Worlds is also a yeah. DS exclusive. That one fucking... I loved that one. Yeah, that, that remake that came out on the Switch of Link's Awakening that looks like a little board game or whatever, that looks pretty cool too. So I wanted to make sure I did like those big mainline 3D ones. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to do the other ones too, but I haven't really figured out how I'm going to approach them yet. The Link's Awakening uh, remake has been fun. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's so cute, but yeah, plays like the, you know, yeah. the, the top down. So the style's so good. appealing. Mm-hmm. That game looks amazing in its original form. I saw a clip of it the other day, and I was yeah. excited by how great the 2D one looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, I was playing those Halo Infinite Um I was a big Halo dude growing up, so it's been fun to get back into it after, you know. Yeah, I skipped five, uh, and I heard I didn't miss much, so I went Mm. right into Infinite. Haven't played the campaign on it, but, um, Mm. you know, multiplayer's been been fun. I'm so bad at it, so I'm one of those people that just, like, I don't know how often I can really play multiplayer. It's really, like, almost like a craving thing for me. Yeah, I don't don't do much of it. I like Fortnite with my family and stuff, but, like, yeah, no, I'm not a multiplayer guy. Yeah, I'm dog shit at it. I don't play enough to to be good at it. And that's what was so, I think, uh, discouraging about games for me for the longest time because multiplayer just, like, really took the forefront with projects like Fortnite and stuff. And I... uh, I'm just historically bad at video games, and so I could I mean, never sink enough are, like time. demanding single player stuff. Like there's yeah, such a yeah. vocal thing of like making sure that single player stuff doesn't die mm-hmm. off, and I really appreciate that because yeah, that's just not what I'm into. Yeah, uh, that's why I like game like more experiential games like Me Minecraft too. back in the day uh, were kind of my shit because it was just like it doesn't matter how like the amount of time I put into it is like completely up to me and i i don't feel compelled to like have to dump so much into it i just kind of do a little bit each day and no man's sky recently has been like that for me that game looks fucking incredible i love it yeah Yeah. just like fucking you know the sci-fi uh minecraft pretty much just run around i really want to play the vr version of it I'd like I hear to the VR kinda... version is fucking awesome. Because especially with the music and stuff, it's just like mm-hmm. I'd love to just immerse in that. It's just nice. 
Yes, the vibes. The vibes in that yeah. game are immaculate. Um, Halo Infinite campaign is great. That fucking grapple arm. Oh my god, it's, it's pretty the tight. Best mechanic. It's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm selling the Xbox now that I bought the PlayStation, so it looks like I'm gonna not play it or have to play it in the next 24, 48 hours. Maybe I don't know. Um, but we'll see. Nothing ever comes out on Xbox. It's fine. Yeah, I know. I I I do love Halo, so I'm I'm like. Uh, I'm bummed I won't be able to play that anymore, but I know whenever I do pick a game I'm going to go into, it's going to be all the better on the PlayStation 5. I'm pretty oh, excited yeah. about it. Uh, two years, almost. Two fucking years. Finally got one. Jesus Christ. I'm <laughs> To be honest, I'm mostly excited to have a 4K UHD player at this point. I'm, I'm pretty... Oof. I have so many discs that I have just been accumulating over the years <laughs> and I finally have a player in the PlayStation five. So I'm very excited about that. Um, what did I suggest in that? I don't really know. Maybe play some video games. Survivor. Survivor. Um, did you have another one you want to do? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, video games have been kind of my like escape thing. Like it's been harder to uh, indulge as much in comics because we're so like, uh in the world of comics like i obviously still mm-hmm. love comics and i still read so many of them but like that's not been so much the like my brain turns off everything else and i'm in it as much as it has been in the past just because it's it is like my work that's the industry that we're in and everything so games have been very much like my kind of escapist thing but obviously i've watched a billion things that i've loved like better call Saul's one of the best things i've ever seen and i've watched like a good amount of sopranos which i really love and um uh, lots of great stuff but um a million great movies but um yeah i don't know but any particular stand that's we can probably do episodes on later but sure um you do, do deep light, dives. lightning around yeah deep dives go in the back catalog um yeah. i don't know if you want to do a lightning around if you have any particular ones you want to bring up i think i would just say movies the mm-hmm. two that excited me the most over the summer were nope and yep. mad god those two mm-hmm. in particular um mad god not for everybody obviously it's it's a slightly experimental stop motion animated horror film from phil tippett of mm-hmm. industrial light and magic fame um it was uh, a surreal theater going experience it's on shutter you can check it out turn the fucking lights off unplug the clock sink into the fucking movie uh and lose your fucking mind and feel really gross after probably um and then of course nope we've talked about nope already uh off the air but we both really loved nope we should do a jordan peele episode because that's exactly what the fucking internet needs is a couple of 20 something year old white dudes talking about jordan peele yeah i don't i don't don't (laughs) think i need to do a jordan peele episode but i will just say like i love i love those movies they're incredible yeah, we're uh, it's now September, so next month, October, spooky season. You can expect an installment of our uh, side series, Spooky Boys. Spooky Boys. I'm sure talking about some of the good horror stuff. So I'll probably talk about both of those movies in a Spooky Boys episode down the line here. Because I like Nova's to find like weirder fantastic. stuff for for Spooky Boys. I like to find. Sure. I like to get more specific. I still really want to do our Paranormal Activity episode. Um, but yeah. uh yeah. who knows? Maybe too much time has passed. Maybe maybe I'll do a horror games thing. We'll have to see. because uh, I love I love horror games. Also, uh you know, 
I think it's an anniversary for Amblin. That's why Spielberg's putting having right. these IMAX re-releases of some of the classics. They just did E.T. We both saw it in IMAX. It was fucking great. I'm seeing um, Jaws tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jaws, I think, is in theaters. Is I guess it's this weekend yeah. uh, if you're seeing it. So I think it'll probably be in theaters for the next couple weeks or so. And I, just saw I that Rogue one dropped in IMAX. I was like, yes. what? like, like it yeah. just, I didn't, I hadn't heard about it at all, but I saw it at the theater. Uh, I will say, I know that there are some folks out there that just like, you know, haven't seen, uh, I'm, I'm one of them in some regards for like some other like classic film stuff. Um, like I haven't seen a lot of Tarantino stuff, so on and so forth, but it's like, like Watchmen. I, like I haven't seen Watchmen. I don't even know what it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And, and uh, uh, there are even people in my life that are like, oh, yeah, I, I've never seen E.T. actually. Or, oh, yeah, I've never seen Jaws. Uh, and I encourage I, you. If I you're, haven't seen Jaws. Yeah. yeah. If you're one of those people, um, take advantage of these, like, big format re-releases they're doing because those movies are classics for a fucking reason. And if you have the ability to experience it for the first time in a format like IMAX, that's fucking unreal. Because right. um, E.T., like, I like quite a bit. I am not. I don't, like, love it, but I, I like it quite a bit. But seeing the IMAX one, if you're going to fucking see E.T., that's the by far the best way. To, it's, like, it, it's insane. Like, yeah. I was telling Griff, like, it lo- like parts of it looked like it were fucking was fucking filmed today. Like, it looks mm-hmm. insane. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited to see Jaws that way. Um, definitely Absolutely. catch those if you, if you can. Yeah, big recommend. Um uh, also, if uh, Mr. Kendrick Lamar is coming through your city, you should see a show because it's mm. fucking insane. And Mr. Morrell and the Big Steppers was uh, fantastic. Uh, a revelation, a work of genius, I think are the words I'm looking for. Uh, and the concert somehow embodies that like sort of feeling like that like black box theater almost feeling that the record has, but it does it in an, in an in arena tour so you know it's 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 a huge production but it feels more intimate somehow um and it's crazy if you can if you can go see that safely and you feel good about going out to a concert uh highly recommend because it was awesome Um, anything else I don't think so. I mean, like I said, if more stuff pops up, we can we can do episodes on them. But I'm excited to do a Spooky Boys episode. I'm excited for the, for the show to be going because I, yeah, like so much has happened in the last year, and I wish we were able to kind of get in deeper on some of those things. But we've just been so busy. So uh, mm-hmm. you know, as things are really developing, we're gonna have a lot to show off and tell the folks. I'm excited to be able to do it here. And, um. And to be able to exclusively reveal details. Oh my God! Yes, stay tuned to both Stegman and his amazing friends and Supple Boys here on KLCPress.com. And remember that there are many, many episodes of both of these shows on your podcast app still from right. volume volume one. This is volume two, new numbering. Um, but go check out there's there's 23 episodes of Supple Boys before this that I think are going to be quite crucial. At least a couple of them moving forward. Um, we did put together a previously on uh, the Amazing Friends Network post on the Substack, so check that out for our highlight reels. Uh, the the five episodes we think are definitely really worth your time listening to if you're gonna check out the shows on the Substack now. Um, but yeah, excited to have you guys. Um, uh, thank you so much for subscribing to the Substack. If you haven't subscribed to the Substack somehow and you're hearing this, 
smash that subscribe button, please. We've got a lot of really awesome stuff coming your way. Um, folks, we got Ryan who, Stegman's written the schlub, which was the recently schlub announced. Hashtag was, what is the schlub? Hashtag what is the schlub? We have uh, our mystery comic series, we have podcasts, we have videos, we have behind the scenes stuff, we got streams with raffles, we got it all. Yes, Go subscribe. Yes. Do you do you want digital copies of Vanish every issue the of Vanish as they in come the out world right now? Uh, in your inbox, potentially early before they hit stands then by all means, subscribe to KLC Press and you can stay up to date with Vanish, Ryan Stegman, and your local supple boys. Uh, so thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll see you soon for another episode of Supple Boys. And of course, we'll be all over there in various other forms with other podcasts and streams and content. Ethan, any last words? Like what you like. Don't be a dick. Stay amazing, friends. Stay amazing, friends. Is not is not an official catchphrase of either this show or. I'm hearing people saying it. It's catchy. Uh, certainly, like what you like and don't be a dick. That's 100 the catchphrase of this show. The philosophy of this show. Um, I guess we and... could throw any final thoughts from the um, the Supplesaurus. None. No, he's just he's just kind of hanging out there. It's been a long week. We. I oh, think but I do. Oh, oh, hey, green suit goon. Oh, God. Oh, hey, fellas. Hey, one second. Let me. Hey, fellas. Uh, what's up? Just wanted to say we're going to have to. We're going to have to go over this shit with a fine tooth comb. You guys were in breach of so many things from your NDA. Sorry about that. It's unacceptable. Sorry about that. Um, sure. Although I will say we're doing ad spots, but we're not being paid for them all right let's just where's the stop on this let me go ahead and just hit that boop